0: You're listening to the Bearded Theologians Beardcast hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. For the month of January, the Bearded Theologians will be looking at the word discipleship and will be offering many views from blogs to interviews to the Beardcast, focusing on discipleship making. And so we hope that you check us out at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. <laughs> This week on the Bearded Theologians, to continue with our theme uh, in January of looking at discipleship, we wanted to take uh, this quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer out of his Cost of Discipleship book that says, Discipleship is not an offer man makes to Christ. Uh, Zach, as you look at that quote and and hear that quote from Bonhoeffer, uh, knowing his context and and then knowing what your context is today, how does that speak to you?
1: You know, it, it speaks really... Uh, really deeply to me, um, you know, for, for a long time, uh, I approached discipleship, prayer, I don't know, really, worship, anything that I did. Uh, and I know a lot of people do this. I'm not, I'm not the only one. I, I approached it with the, the idea, the theology, the concept, whatever you want to call it, with, when I enter into these things, um, I'm making an invitation to God to join me in it. And um I've since had the the revelation or understanding that well that's that's not exactly the case. Um, you know, one, who am I to make an invitation to God to come join me in something? Um, but in, in reality, it, God's God's already working, God's already doing things. And if if we are good Methodists and believe in provenient grace, uh, we believe that, that God's always at work. And if we believe that, then these things are in play. God's working in people's lives and in our own and is making the invitation to us to join him. Um, and one of the things that really helped me kind of hone that, that idea um, or that understanding was, was Richard Foster in his, his book on prayer. Uh, and he talks about that very thing that so often we approach prayer as we're making an invitation to God to join us, to be with us. And yet, we when we approach prayer a little bit differently and we approach it in the way that um, God's already with us and he's inviting us to be with him through prayer, um, he uses the example that you know God's sitting at his kitchen table and he's inviting you to the table to talk to have dinner uh, rather than us inviting God to the table and and that that really reshaped the whole way that i that I view discipleship and and really all that we do within discipleship that we can no longer make the invitation to God to join us, but it's for us to accept the invitation to join God. And so that's kind of where I'm at it on a really surface level. Cause we could, we could go, we could go a while on that. I'm sure. Uh, and what that looks like and, and in the deep theological seats that that plants. But um, where, where are you at with that quote now? What does that stir up within you?
0: Well, I was thinking of the, um, the cost of discipleship, and, and the thing I've been kind of wrestling with and toying with as I, uh, as I talk about discipleship and what does that mean is, what is this costing you? If, it, if it's not costing your life, are you really giving your life to God or are you just you know, checking a box? and um if it for me discipleship should stretch you and grow you and continue to move you forward towards god and the the struggle that I'm having lately with the church, the American church is that we're not asking too much uh, we're not asking enough uh, from our from our uh churches uh, to stretch themselves to go deeper um, you know. Uh, and how can we provide space for them to do that? Even if they, if they don't know what they're doing, um, how can we disciple to our churches in a way to let them know that it's okay to to, to tip your toe in the water, but be ready because if that current catches you, you're going to go for a ride. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think far too often we, we've made discipleship, this check box kind of thing that if you do X, Y, and Z, you're good. Um, and, and I'm starting to think as I, as I've, reading through scripture, uh, lately and, and doing doing some things and wrestling with some things. Um, I've noticed that discipleship, there's more to it than just the progress or, a pro- because sometimes in progressions, you know, if you miss a step in your progression, you'll be out of, out of, out of sync. Um, I think with discipleship, uh, there's no true process because, people come from different angles and different spots along the journey and on along the way that we can't just have one blanket thing to say this is the way to be a part of our church I, I think you provide avenues towards discipleship and you say you know if if you want to serve uh here are some ways you can serve uh if you want to give here are some ways you can give but but serve and give and and learn till it hurts because mm-hmm. that's when we really that's when the rubber meets the road so to speak and and, and what I've been able to see um, as of late out of my church is seeing people making those difficult decisions to, to take those hard steps. Maybe it's going on the mission trip, or maybe it's giving a little bit more because you believe in the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, are you doing things that, that make you think about why you're doing them? Or are you just going through the motions? And I think we've made discipleship, we've allowed discipleship to be a process of going
1: through the motions, you know, and that's the thing we and we talked about it, I think uh, a couple of weeks ago about uh, we've we've processed and curriculum discipleship discipleship to death and um, it doesn't cost us anything anymore. Um, or at least we don't allow it to and, and Jesus was relatively candid uh, on what it would cost us and when asked about it, you know, and, and I was trying to find it really quickly. Uh, so I could give the, the scripture reference, um, but I, I, I didn't. Anyways, it's it's there in the Gospels. Jesus asked, "What, you know, what, what's the cost?" And he says, "Well, you know, you you you're gonna you're gonna lose your life. Um, you're gonna give all of this up um, because it's gonna call you in such a different direction." And that's one of the scriptures that I struggled with so much when I stepped foot in the ministry because um, that's scary that that's a really scary thing. Uh, when you think about it, I I, I could die physically. I could die socially, you know, uh, (laughs) reality has proved that I'm not going to have any money. Um, but in, in, in relationships are going to be strained. It's all, uh, it's all of this. That's all a cost of it. And yet still here, still with me and it's okay. Is it great? every day? No, there, there are days that just suck. Uh, but then there are days that you truly see God moving and working either in your own life or in the life of the people around you. And it's that those small reminders that, Oh yeah, here, here's what it is. Here's what God's calling us to do. And, and you're absolutely right. We have, we don't ask enough of people. Um, we, we let people get by with, um, minimal, the minimum requirements uh or minimal expectations and we're not pushing people into true discipleship um and true discipleship god it goes so much deeper than the surface level of things um it is painful uh it is stressful uh but it is also joyous and and um uh life giving my gosh uh that's kind of been the word of the week or the phrase of the week for me is life giving uh, is what we're doing not not making you happy but life giving to you or to the people that you're involved with um and that's important i think that's an important piece of discipleship that we may be uh we replace the term life giving with happy
0: well and and last night uh, in our wednesday night uh, service we did Luxio Divinio over Mark uh two thirteen yeah. through seventeen where Jesus goes and eats with Levi. And mm-hmm. you know that 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 famous line that I didn't come for uh the righteous but uh for the unrighteous people depending on your translation, you know, uh you know that healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do, kind mm-hmm. of
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're all sick. We all have something we're deficient in. And we all have something that we can grow in. And and I know what mine is. Like I've spent, I've been spending a lot of time lately focusing on what my deficiency is to grow, to grow closer to God. And what I've noticed is, is that when I've taken that step and it's been costly because I've had to adjust some things and and change the way that I do a few things, I've never felt more happier. Um, Right. And, and, and it's been a struggle and it's not easy, but I don't think, you know, Jesus never told us discipleship was easy. No, God uh, no. And so, why ha- the the question I have for the church, or the question that maybe this should be our question for the week that we can process through together uh, online, is why why have we allowed it to become so cheap? Using Bonhoeffer's understanding of cheap grace, uh, yeah. why have we allowed it to become so cheap? Why has following Jesus become so cheap?
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, if you read our blog this week, uh, Dustin Dustin Burrow, Pastor Dustin Burrow, was our was our contributor, and he tells this story in his blog. And I'm not going to get it right word for word, but um, he and and uh, his his district superintendent were just having lunch, and and they were sitting across the table within earshot of somebody being discipled. I use air quotes for you people in uh, radio land and podcast land, in <laughs> um, He said the whole time that they could hear bits and pieces of this conversation, the discipleship, with air quotes, was focused around what this guy didn't do. And not in the sense of where he missed the boat and how the opportunities that he missed to share God's grace with people, but in the way that he felt just in his everyday life because he didn't read or he didn't pray enough. And his discipler railed him. And, And this guy just sit there and took it. And so they asked afterwards, what exactly was going on over there? What were you doing? And he's like, oh, this is my discipleship mentor. And, and I believe they asked him pretty candidly, well, do you feel discipled or do you feel yelled at and belittled? And his response was not that he felt discipled. And I, I, that's what it's come to, cheap grace. And if you don't do it the way I tell you to do it, you really really haven't done it have you you know those are the things that we're dealing with in concepts of discipleship uh that gosh we're we're missing the boat um and so many people have got this idea of what discipleship is it's not really a discipleship of jesus it's not really following christ it's following you know big name pastor or you know this person or that person um and that's not a discipleship that I want to be a part of uh, or lead people into.
0: Well, and maybe that's the, the second question is, you know, where in your life is cheap grace there and, and pruning that out of your life and growing deeper um, yeah. and spending time, really spending time in prayer. Cause I don't think we do enough of that uh, Gosh, no. to focus on our spiritual lives uh, because we're too busy air quotes, yeah. um, you know, and, that's something, you know, I've been having to travel to Oklahoma city a lot because of meetings and stuff for annual conference and all that crazy stuff that I get to do. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I've had a lot of time to think about that. And as I've been thinking about like the discipleship that I'm hoping to get my church to do, you know, I'm hoping that uh, every day people are making decisions that help them grow closer to God. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that there's going to be sacrifices with that and that that's always a sh- tough challenge. And so, you know, um, that's my prayer for everybody is it is mm-hmm. as if you say you're following Jesus then by god live a life that mirrors following Jesus
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and not one that is judgmental and hateful but one of love mercy and grace and you know that's to me when you're making those moves that's what discipleship looks like
1: yeah you know um as far as counting the cost or are, are concerned I don't don't think we ask people directly enough or at all to count up the cost. Before you follow Jesus and make this decision, count up the cost. uh, What's it gonna cost you to do this? And are you willing to lose that? Are you truly willing to lose that? And if you are, you've you've done that, you've prayed about it, you've counted them up and you're willing to follow Jesus. And um, you know, Ring Collective sings the song uh, I'm pretty sure it's called count up the costs. Um, and, and that just strikes me in the core of who I am. And every time I hear that song, it's like, well, yeah, uh, but I got to count them up every day and and make that decision to go every day. And, uh, and I think that's why the song and, and that phrase and, and that idea from Jesus is so important that we ask ourselves on a continual basis to, to count those costs up, uh, and truly understand what it means to be a disciple. Um, cause it's not going to be easy. It's going to hurt, but there's going to be a lot of hope that comes along with that. Um, you know, and I think, I think, uh, I think we owe it to ourselves. Uh, you and I, uh, anybody listening to this, uh, our churches, our leadership to do that, to ask more, uh, to ask the honest question, to count up the costs and are you willing to go with Jesus on this? Um, there's nothing cheap about it. um, there's nothing cheap about the grace that Jesus offers and they, we shouldn't cheapen that for the world around us. So I didn't use any air quotes around any of that either. <laughs> <Podcast land.
0: laughs> so uh, I know Zach said you were going to close when we were talking, but I'll, I'll bring us to a close. Um, so let's bring us to a close. We, we want to, the the whole purpose of Bearded Theologians is is hopefully making you think and and give you a space to to have conversation about faith and faith things and as we've been spending time in discipleship uh, this last month and we've still got another week left uh, mm-hmm. we want we hope that through this you do grow in some way shape or form uh, form and, and we realize and recognize that uh, mustard seed moments are far more important than just having a huge, all the right conversion, you know? Um, Amen. and so I, I, I want to encourage mustard seed moments in your discipleship, mm. uh, struggles and your discipleship making and your discipleship process and, um, pay attention to those because they're there, uh, whether you recognize them or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, we hope that you continue, uh, listening to us. We, we'd love for you to, to, uh, you know, the more you leave stuff on our, uh, pages and stuff that gets other people to look. And so we want to encourage you to do that. Leave a review on our iTunes or Google play, uh, accounts or anywhere else you, you follow us. Uh, that just helps get the word out about us. Uh, don't be afraid to share about what we do. Even if you don't like what we do, just find someone that may, this may resonate with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause the more we can, uh, spread time in conversation about God, I think that helps us grow even closer to, to God. And so, uh, you know, we also, we also have some great gear. I mean, our, our coffee mugs are just phenomenal. Um, they and really so, are. They
1: hold coffee really well. They,
0: they do. Um, and we've got great t-shirts and all sorts of other things you can uh, do on Zazzle. And so, um, we want to thank you for listening. And mm-hmm. for the Brady at D-Logins, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. And baseball season's almost upon us. Ah, amen. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians Beardcast. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians or look at our other content, go online at beardedtheologians.com. And also don't forget to pick up one of those beautiful coffee mugs or t-shirts that we have on our website as well. Okay, let's get this and dig on the road so I can go do things to get the points. Yep.
1: I can sell the cut grass, hot dogs.
0: Oh, man.